I V M. Hello, one. Hello, all. Welcome to the Diary of the Traveling Professor, and I'm Sadat Deshmukh, your friendly neighborhood traveling professor himself. Well, what do we have here in this diary entry of mine? Webinars. Rather, don't do webinars. Or rather, let's do webinars right. Or rather, hmm, let's stop. Let's begin at the beginning. I think there are too many webinars around, don't you think? I think webinars have become the go-to mechanism for us to keep ourselves busy and relevant during this lockdown. And while it is an excellent initiative, it does leave a lot to be desired in terms of its execution. Webinars are an interesting way of getting people to talk about a topic and making sure that you know the person who's listening, the core important listener, if you may, comes out rather refreshed and enlightened at the end of the conversation. Now, having said this. do we really believe that all webinars are achieving this goal well i thought to myself after doing a few webinars myself um well no we need to really have a rethink about the way in which webinars are conducted i run a webinar called tell me about it and i've actually done around 6 episodes of this and in these 6 episodes i've talked to various ceos and uh, you know opinion leaders and makers of uh, this country and this is what i have learned the first thing that i've learned is that there are so many artificialities involved in running a webinar i mean first of all your internet connection might be terrible the second thing might be that you know one of the panelists might be having an off day he might be having a daughter who's sick or something like that the third thing is the way in which the webinar is conducted is obviously giving us a glimpse about uh, that person's life you know the living rooms the sudden appearance of the young son or daughter the movement of family members in the background all of that now this becomes kind of tolerable because we understand that everybody's in the same kind of situation that you know these guys who are talking to each other are so there's a lot of forgiveness involved and in fact sometimes it increases the genuineness of the webinar itself but wait i was going to talk about why webinars suck and i'm kind of moving away from the point so let's focus on the sucky part first i think that there are sometimes too many people in a webinar i mean i've seen webinars that i've been listening to and there are like 6 7 people all waiting eagerly to you know speak some people speaking out of turn some people you know speaking too long and the rest of it you know how it goes come on you've seen a webinar or two in this lockdown haven't you now the funny thing is that i feel that there are so many people that means that there are so many egos in that webinar so many egos sitting in their rooms trying to outdo each other trying to talk over each other trying to make sure that people really remember them over everybody else during this course of course it's all about personal branding isn't it but this is what i feel most webinars actually lack active beautiful listening skills i don't think it is everybody's cup of tea you might be an expert you might be a wonderful conversationalist in real life but can you really hold a conversation when you're 
staring into a camera and staring at other people's faces through a laptop screen or something like that. I decidedly don't think so. I don't think everybody should be doing a webinar in order to do personal branding. I think personal branding can be achieved in a variety of ways and one of the best ways is to actually develop some great experience of people uh, you know uh, encountering you and understanding your real value. Well, that's a topic for another sort of diary entry of mine. So let's focus on this webinar oriented stuff, shall we? Now, instead of actually talking, we do need the person who's kind of hosting the webinar to be an active listener, not just pa passively, you know, moving the mic from one person to the other, metaphorically, of course. You have to be an active listener. You can't really think, keep thinking about your next point that you have to make. Instead of that, listen to the other person. Listen as if he or she is actually in the room making that conversation with you. Won't your conversation change? I sadly feel that a lot of us are like that in real life, wherein we are always thinking about the kind of point that we are trying to score over the other person in any conversation. Yeah, And the key to having any good conversation, whether it is in digital life or real life, is to genuinely be an active listener. And trust me, that kind of improves the superb quality of the webinar. It just elevates it to a new level, active listening. I believe Joe Rogan does it really well on his podcast. I've seen a lot of webinars wherein the person is actively listening, like Tom Billiers, Impact Theory, another one. Now, these guys were running podcasts before or just shows before, interviews before, and now they're, because of the lockdown, forced to do webinars. Some of them have struggled, but some of them have really held their own because their conversational skills and their listening skills have certainly remained and actually become even better as they practice things. So therefore, I genuinely feel that in order to have a great webinar, you need to have a great listener or two in the mix. And here's one more thing. I think when you're choosing a topic and when you're choosing the panelists, all of them might be very accomplished people and actually sometimes great speakers in their own right. But sometimes the chemistry just doesn't work. It sucks. So we need to figure out whether a couple of people when put together in a webinar will actually work with each other. Can they actually riff off each other? Can they elevate the discussion? Can you come back even as a participant in the webinar, having learned something new. That's the sort of benchmark I use when, whenever I'm doing a webinar. First of all, I don't think it's a webinar at all. I think it's just a conversation I'm having with friends, kind of keeping it informal. I know not many people can have the luxury of doing that. But if you do that, I think it certainly helps. And the ability to actually choose and carefully look at people who can have potential chemistry with each other is an absolute key. Well, I hope that I've kind of given you some insights about the way in which you could conduct a better webinar. I would say don't conduct a webinar, conduct a conversation instead, look out for people with interesting backgrounds, see if they can actually have chemistry, do a couple of pre-webinar phone calls, understand how they talk, cancel out somebody for a particular webinar if you don't think that's going to work. Yeah, and be an active listener.
I hope you've liked this diary entry of mine. And if you like this diary entry, there's many more to come from. If you like to follow my funny side, well, there's my Instagram where I'm doing almost a story every day. And if you like to follow my serious side, well, I'm on LinkedIn, both places. I'm what else would you call me? Eh? But the traveling professor. If you like this podcast, please listen to other podcasts on ivmpodcast.com or just download the app. Until next time then.